Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. It's a new week. It's a new episode. And, Kaylin, we still suck at being fiancés. <laughs> that really uh, flowed off your tongue well. That was the first time. Yeah. intro. I've been practicing all morning for the past three minutes, just in my head, <laughs> running cycles through and making sure I was prepared for the podcast today. Um, we've got a great episode for you guys today. Jared's not here, so you know it's going to be a good one. Kaylin, why don't you tell the listeners who our guest is going to be this week? Oh, I'm so excited. Today we have Serena Pitt, and she is just the sweetest person ever. She is wonderful, also engaged to Joe. She also met her fiancé on Bachelor in Paradise, so we have a lot to chat about. How do you know she's the sweetest person ever? We went to Mexico together. You you said that about Mari and Kenny, too, as if I was like forgetting the fact that we hung out with all of them. Serena... And I went to Mexico together. Different from Paradise. I see. I thought you were saying only from knowing her at Paradise, you decided that she's the sweetest person ever. No, we've traveled together. Okay, well, that's great. Then I definitely concede to your knowledge. You know more than I do. She's the sweetest person ever. (laughs) I thought you were saying just from the time that we spent with her on Paradise. And she was very sweet. But I don't think that's enough time to make the distinction that she's the sweetest person ever. Correct. That's why that's not what I said. And I understand. (laughs) I don't even know why I'm still talking about it, to be honest. Let's bring Serena in. Yeah, let's get Serena Pitt in here, huh? Serena, welcome to the podcast. We're Thank so happy you. to have you here. I don't even know, like we introduced you before you got on. We didn't really do a proper uh, segue into having you co-host with us today. So for the listeners out there, you obviously know Serena. She was from Bachelor in Paradise, I want to say season seven. Yeah? No, season eight. Seventh season. Seven. Seven, seven I think. Seven. No, Dean. no, 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 no. It was eight. It was, oh, yeah, no, oh my it was gosh! Seven. No, I it, think right it was there. seven because the it last was, one was eight, right? 
It was. I was for some reason thinking that Ashley and Jared got engaged on season seven, but no, that was season five. So yeah, because that was Joe's first season. Right. Mm. Right. Oh yeah. Joe they need to seasons. start titling the seasons. Yeah. Like it's easier with Bachelor Bachelorette because you're like, oh, like Matt James's season. Yeah. But with Paradise, they need to start giving them like a creative title so people can identify. If you could name your season of Paradise, what would you name it? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um dumpster fire then i got engaged <laughs> <laughs> what would you name ours joe Bachelor in paradise joe <laughs> i mean but i feel like every season is it's never like yeah I it's never know. like beautiful oasis exactly <laughs> it's never what you think it's going to be well i think every season has one defining moment so i think you just have to think about what the defining moment is and then name tears. it off of that every season has tears um or they could like create a theme within every season Right, that's yeah. true. Bachelor in Paradise, eighties edition. Oh, and then you just show up wearing eighties clothes the whole time. Someone did that. Was that your season? Yeah, we did like an eighties prom oh, theme. Yeah. yeah, they like brought us a bunch of like eighties clothes. That's so fun. But then they could make like the whole overarching theme that as well. Like everyone stays in eighties the whole time. Eighties yeah. swimsuits. That would be really. Yeah, the fun. intros would be eighties themed. The food would be 80s themed. You can't really. (laughs) That would be crazy. (laughs) That would be so hard. You think Caitlin has a lot of clothes now? Imagine she had to go on a show that was 80s themed for a whole month. She needed a whole new wardrobe. (laughs) I mean, when I was in paradise, I just wore the same shirt and swim trunks every single day. So did Joe. He packed half a suitcase. No way. You're allowed to bring two full ones, right? And a small one. He brought one half packed suitcase of t-shirts and shorts. Oh my gosh. I think same. Men stay doing the least. Right. We stay doing. Men stay doing the least. <laughs> Even when I was on Bachelorette, I brought um, a duffel bag and that was all I brought. And there were guys on my season that I brought like three checked bags with like the vacuum technology that would like shrink your, oh, your yeah. clothes. I t- actually tried that out when I was going on the show, but I felt like I could like squeeze a lot more in. If it I wasn't mean, I, like- I get the theory. It's just funny to see grown men. I mean, I guess, you know, it's, it's weird to say out loud, but it was just funny to see grown men putting that much effort into their clothes i don't know why i just thought it was kind of silly well you also grew up in a mountain town where people don't care typically you also yeah. showed up with a duffel bag so like right. they could say the same about you that's oh, 100 <laughs> true that's very true um all right so season seven serena welcome you um famously well it's not what made you famous obviously but you and joe are famously now married if i remember correctly yeah, so you guys we got are married, married we did but you, but you can you explain this all to me because i saw mm-hmm. The Instagram post, but it looked like it was just like a intimate thing versus like a full on wedding ceremony, which I think you guys are still planning on having, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we we got into the wedding planning process like we started we picked a wedding planner and kind of started looking at venues and we just didn't want to wait the whole year to get married. We thought it'd be fun to like kick off the wedding process with an actual wedding um and also we just had so much like extravagance and publicity around our relationship like we thought it'd be really cool to do something just super kind of untraditional and intimate i mean nothing about our relationship has been traditional to this point anyway so like why start now um so we kind of looked into getting married at the courthouse we have some friends here that did it during the pandemic um and you can't like wake up and just like show up at the courthouse and get married like it's not like vegas you have to kind of like put in the paperwork and you do a call with them and it was about a three-week process from the time we like first submitted the application to our actual courthouse appointment um so we were allowed to bring one witness so we brought natasha parker from our season Mm. and 
she was our witness. She like signed the form and then you go into this room and like, we didn't really know what we were getting ourselves into. We were just like, yeah, like we go, we'll sign some documents and we'll be married, but they make you like, I mean, like if you saw the video, like we had to like, they're like stand, hold each other's hands. Um, So it was very surreal and like actually so emotional because you're like saying your vows and I don't know, it was like 8.45 in the morning on like a weekday. Like we didn't really, like you could see how we're dressed. We're like- And it was 30 bucks. Yeah, it was $30. (laughs) (laughs) It was so cheap. Like, I don't know, like after we did it, we're like, do we still want to do a whole wedding? Like it's going to be so much more. This was like the cheapest thing ever. But yeah, it was great. Honestly, we went and we had like breakfast after and then my parents flew in that night to take us for dinner, which was fun. Um, We got to like surprise all of our friends and we're like, we just got married, woo. I have so many questions because yeah, go ahead. this sounds like my dream and <laughs> it's uh, too late. It's too late. <laughs> okay. So my first question is you said it was 30 bucks. Well, actually, you know, I've got, like I said, I've got a million questions. Let me start with the first one that came to my head when you were talking. So you said it took three weeks from planning it to doing it. Um, yeah. Leading up to those, leading up to that day, those three weeks were you like, was there any weird feeling in the air? Not like weird, but like bad decision, weird, but like, were you getting excited? Were you getting nervous? Like what was kind of going through your head? I don't know. I, I don't think it really like hit us that we were doing it until the night before. Like we talked about it enough and like we knew we were getting married. Like I didn't have that like, oh my God, what are we doing? Like, should we wait? Feeling like we were very much like, yeah, we're getting married. This is great, whatever. And then the night before, I remember us laying in bed, looking at each other being like, oh my God, we're getting married tomorrow. That's insane. Because I feel like when you do a whole wedding, you have like almost a whole year leading up to that moment to like wrap it around your head that like, okay, I'm getting married. I'm getting married. Like it's really like drilled into your head for a whole year, right? Like all of these decisions are being made for us. It was like 20 minutes on the laptop to book an appointment. And then we had like a zoom call and like in between that, like we weren't really thinking about it. Um, and then the night before we were like, wow. And then even the morning of, we just kept looking at each other being, like, I cannot believe we're about to go get married right now. Like this is insane. Um, but we were so excited. Like it was, it was very easy and it was just fun. And yeah. When it came to the vows and stuff, was it, did you guys prepare vows like leading, like every day leading up to it in the sense where it was what your real vows would have been at your real, like at a big blowout wedding, or was it more of just like an off the cuff kind of spontaneous thing? So when we went, we didn't realize that we were going to have to like stand at the podium and like, even like say vows Mm. to each other. We thought it was going to be Cause like, I've only been to like one wedding and I remember at my cousin's wedding, like they sat down at a table and basically like, signed their marriage license. And I just thought that that was going to be the whole process mm-hmm. of the courthouse. I didn't realize they were going to have like someone there marrying us essentially, which I guess I should have, I just didn't know. Um, so we didn't have anything prepared. Like we were even shocked by that part of it. So we were basically just repeating what they were saying to us back to each other, um, which is very short. It's just like, do you take Joe to be your husband essentially? And for our wedding, I think we will prepare like mm-hmm. vows because we're still going to have a full wedding. So for that reason, because we're already married, we then want to kind of say something a little more personalized. Gotcha. And that kind of answered my last question. Well, not my last, but uh, another big question I had was because you guys already had the wedding per se, mm-hmm. I I would imagine you could save so much money by having a party that looks like a wedding, but not calling it a wedding. And since you're not saying the word wedding, you're going to save, you know, 50% on all of the expenses and everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. We've been, we've been learning that too, that the minute you tell any venue or vendor that you're having a wedding, the prices are so much more expensive than if you're just like, yeah, we're just throwing a party, which is crazy to me. And like just the cost overall of weddings, like for the first few months, we were kind of like, what are we doing? Like we're already married. It was $30. Like we could just have some like intimate dinner with our family and friends or like throw a reception or I don't know, like this money could literally go to a home that we're spending on mm-hmm. this wedding. Like it's it's really jarring finding out how expensive weddings are. But with that being said, I'm not someone that like grew up dreaming of my wedding, but at the same time, like I still want that experience. Like you only get it once in your life. Like I want to walk down the aisle. Like I want to wear a white dress and like, if I, we don't do it now, we're never going to do it. Like, and I don't think I'll ever look back and like, I might be like, wow, that was a lot of money, but I don't think I'll ever look back and like regret doing it. But like, I would be scared that I would look back and be like, wow, like I missed out on something mm-hmm. in my life that like would have been this like huge celebration of like Joe and my relationship. And like, we do like have our family and friends like all over the place, like mine are in Toronto and his are in Chicago. So like, for us, it's important to have like that coming together of everyone because it's not like we're going to have that like for a lot of events in our lives. Like it's not like we're going to do like Sunday dinners with our parents together necessarily. So being able to have like everyone come together in one place is kind of like what the like big driving force was for us to kind of do the wedding. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. Are you going to do um, like a bachelorette, bridal shower, all of that? I'm going to do a bachelorette. I just booked my bachelorette, actually, like two days ago. Um, We're going to go to Vegas. I've never been, so I'm excited. The best place ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys (laughs) live there, don't you? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that'll be fun. And then I don't know if I'm going to do a bridal shower or not. I'm still kind of up in the air. Um, My, um, like, really close family friend has offered to throw me one if I want it. It's just a matter of, like, it would kind of just be, like, the same people going on my bachelorette and then like my family because and like obviously joe's family would be invited but like they live in chicago like if they all lived in the same place i feel like it would be or if like they were all able to come like it'd be really special to have like everyone in one room but i don't know i don't like i already feel a little weird about the bachelorette like having an event that's surrounded around me where like i feel a sense of like responsibility for everyone to have a good time um, makes me like really anxious and a little <laughs> uncomfortable. Um, at least like with the wedding, it's shared with Joe. So we'll see. I'm up in the air on the bridal shower. Yeah. I, I was going to say um, how your engagement party was because he is the same way. Mm. And he, he had fun at the engagement party, but yeah, he doesn't love the pressure. Lots of pressure. Lots of yeah. pressure. And I, I like how you said it too. At those things, at those shared events, you share the burden of uh, attention, I guess. But then at your bachelorette party or bachelor party or bridal shower, whatever it is, it's just you. But also on the other side of it, too, it's like those people that are going to that are like your closest friends. So maybe it's less of a pressure because, you know, you know and love those people. So we're, we're in the process right now. Well, I guess I'm in the process of planning my bachelor party and she's already got hers planned. But, um, yeah, that's not for a few more months anyway. Where so. are you going? I'm going to San Diego. Just oh, making so it easy nice. for everyone. And I am i don't know if you're having someone plan your bachelorette, but they have made it so easy. I'm using Batch to Basic and okay. they just sent me like the whole itinerary and they send everyone like payment reminders. So mm. I'm excited. Oh my God, that's amazing. I was actually looking at one, I think it's called I'm in Miami Batch or something like yes. that. Um, and 
I was, if I went to Miami, like they would have been great, but I think because we're going to Vegas, like we're partnering with, um, the hotel, like the Venetian. So I feel like a lot of activities will take place like at the resort essentially. But if I was to do it somewhere like Miami or, um, Arizona, like something like that, where I'm like booking dinners, I feel like having someone plan it for you is so helpful. Yes. That's the nice thing about Vegas. Yeah. It's very, uh, very concentrated in the area you can just kind of like not really even leave the venetian if you don't want to yeah i feel like it's like an all-inclusive resort but everything's really expensive yeah exactly (laughs) all-inclusive minus the inclusivity and the prices are super high Um, (laughs) yeah mine's gonna be in jackson and that's gonna be similar like we're uh, the only real lodging you can book is like hotel rooms and Mm -hmm. i don't have um like a best man or anything like that okay But but there's gonna be like 14 people at my bachelor party and so it's just like a big big burden to schedule that for everyone especially when i am awful at planning so we'll yeah see how that all goes yeah i messaged my girlfriends and was like we're doing a destination wedding so like if this is a lot to ask like don't feel pressured to come but like i'm trying to just think of it like a big girls trip versus like a bachelorette party but then obviously my girlfriends are like we want the balloons we want the dick straws we want it all yeah. I'm like all right well <laughs> then you can bring it i'm not packing that in my suitcase right <laughs> where's the wedding um, it's in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. It's at like an old cigar factory. It's like an industrial kind of venue. Nice. That'll be so yeah. cool. You always talk about Charleston, don't you? Yeah, I love it there. Oh. Beautiful. Have you guys been? Yeah. I used to live in North Carolina, so I was like four hours from there, I think. Oh, nice. Would go whenever I could. Mm. Yeah, Dean hates really the cute. South, so he'll never go. <laughs> I don't hate it. I've never had a positive experience down there but I've also just never really traveled down there so I mean look like if you had asked me if I was going to get married in the south like I definitely would have said no (laughs) I didn't think I would yeah why'd you guys Uh, settle on that we just wanted we wanted a destination wedding um but we want it in the U.S. so we kind of told our planner like just research a bunch of different like weekend getaway cities that are going to be accessible for people Mm -hmm. from Toronto and Chicago and also just fun like our friends want to go, they want to like day drink and party. And we just want, if we're going to make people travel, like we want it to feel enjoyable for them where they're going and easy as much as possible. So we were looking at Austin, Texas. We were looking at uh, Charleston. We were looking at Nashville, which were kind of like all big, like wedding cities. Like Nashville's mm-hmm. got like a million venues. Um, and then just our favorite venue was Charleston. And I spent some time in Hilton Head, South Carolina. So I'd been there like two or three times before. Um, and just, we thought it would be a good fit. And then when we went and checked out the venue, we're like, yeah, this is great. We love it. Nice. So kind of like random, like we have no, we have no personal ties to this place, but it'll be cool. Like we'll develop a personal tie to it because it'll be where we got married. Yeah. Yeah. And the cigar factory is pretty cool. That's funny too, because ours, yours is in a neutral location. So it's like Joe's family and your family and your friends are all having to go to this random place. And then ours (laughs) is where I basically grew up. So I feel guilty because it's like okay, I'm familiar with the area. A lot of my friends live close by, but then Kaylin's family and friends all have to go out there for the first time. So it's less neutral. But no neutral. one's complaining about going to Aspen. Everyone's excited. I was going to say, like, <laughs> that's a pretty nice place to go to. Right. Yeah. And I would say only like 15% of the wedding are actually currently living in Basalt or Aspen. Maybe less. And that's true. It just does feel, oh. I don't know, it, yeah. like a neutral site would have made me, not that I've actually felt this way until just now, but <laughs> a neutral site, you know, kind of makes sense. That way no one is like... I mean, we did our engagement party in Toronto, mm. if that makes you feel better. So we did make everyone travel there for that. Yeah. But How yeah, involved just, is Joe in the wedding planning stuff? He's very involved. Oh. He's very involved. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. 
yeah, I honestly like would be nervous to make a decision without checking with him first. Not, not that he doesn't trust my decision-making, but like he is very opinionated just as in general as a person. Um, but I like it. Like, I like that he cares what like the save the dates look like and stuff like that. Like he helped me like pick our tasting menu, like all the cake flavors, like Mm. all the venues, like it's been very 50, 50. I'm a little bit more involved in like the administrative stuff of like Mm -hmm. going back and forth with the planner and like all of that, but that's just more my strength. Um, but yeah, he's, he's all up in it. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Have you guys made any like weird decisions, like unique, quirky type of decisions? That's a good question. I don't think so. What would you define as a quirky decision for a wedding? Well, I really want to have ice cream cake okay. instead of wedding cake at our wedding. Oh, you're about to say something else. I really also Dean want to wear has a, peng- a lot of ideas. I really want to wear a penguin tuxedo. No, your okay. secret surprise. I really want to. Can I say it? No. Okay. I really want a, a, a special musical act while Caitlin walks down the aisle. <laughs> Joe's had, you know what? Joe's it. had a lot of these. He's come to me with a lot of music suggestions. Uh-huh. Um, he was watching Triangle of Sadness the other day and like loved it. So all of a sudden I'm getting all these songs that I should be walking down the aisle to. I'm like, what am I listening to? This like instrumental rock, man. Like oh I can't God. walk down the aisle to this. And then he has sent me some like outfit d- ideas that were vetoed. But we are doing ice cream sandwiches, I think, because it's like his oh, favorite yeah. dessert. Um, and we're going to do like a dessert bar. And his one thing was he was like, I want cookies and ice cream. That's so so nice. I think we can make that happen. What a what a gracious person you are to let him have that at his wedding. <laughs> he wants an ice cream cake. I don't know what the logistics of like. I was going to say an ice cream cake. You might need like a freezer for that. I just, right, I a just big want a, freezer. I just want a Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. That's 
three feet high and has oh four gosh. tears on it. I don't think that's asking that's for too much. That's extremely specific. I don't think that's asking for too much. I don't know Baskin and Robbins can deliver boy. on that. Yeah. <laughs> they could find a way. There's It's 2023. There's ways for, you know, anything to happen these days. Anything. Um, do you have your dress yet? I do. I have my wedding dress, um, which I'm excited about. But I'm still searching for like a, I want to do a second dress. So I kind of like rushed into buying my first dress. Like not that I don't love it, but I very much like went to like two stores and like picked the first one that I like loved and was like, yeah, I'm done. And then I don't know if you felt this at all. Like I have dress panic every day. Like my feed is just covered in dresses and I'm like, I love everything so much. Did I make the right decision? And then sometimes I'll call my sister. I'll be like, I hate my dress. And she's like, no, you don't. You love it. Like go back to doing what you're doing. Like you're overthinking it. But I feel like yeah. there's just like so much pressure on it. So Maybe much that's pressure. just me putting pressure on it. I don't know. No, I think like Pinterest and, and Instagram make it more difficult too because you're just being flooded with all these other options. Mm-hmm. I felt that way immediately after I said yes to the two dresses and then I started to panic. Um, but I'm really happy with it. But I don't know. There's days, okay. there are days where you're like, shoot, did I miss the Because you buy own? it like eight months in advance. Right. And it's like, I feel like I've done so much more research now than before mm. I went dress shopping. So I'm trying to like take my time with the second dress and then like yeah. balance out the things that I feel like maybe like I don't have in the first dress so that I kind of have everything that I, like I that. would want. And then I'm just going to block everything off of Instagram and Pinterest that are wedding dress inspos. I know, like I follow every account. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like buy, restrict, mute, don't right. don't show up my explore page. <laughs> um have you had your first dress fitting yet? Because we're I think we're only like two weeks apart our weddings. Yeah, we are because I know um Wells Wells actually messaged us and was like, okay, we're all in the clear. Like right. I think like there was like uncertainty if like we were going to have crossover yeah. um but we're we're beginning of september and i think you guys are middle mm-hmm. right yeah. yeah i haven't had my dress fitting yet but it hasn't come in yet hopefully okay. like next month or the month after yeah but i guess it's a little i early. just went back um and got they like let me try it on again so i was like because oh, okay. nice. i was like i think i want a different veil <laughs> they were oh. like okay so i New went back veil. and tried it on again are you gonna have a veil i guess i shouldn't know that should i you shouldn't yeah, that's fair. Joe I, keeps 20... asking to see my dress. Have you been really? doing oh. the same? Oh, no, yeah. I will... He's like, just show me. Let me see it. What? No, <laughs> yeah. I will not show him. I've showed like everyone. Everyone's like, oh, did you pick out your dress? I'm like showing everyone because I'm, I'm so the excited. Same. People say like, don't show anyone. And I'm like, literally like offering like, people to see my dress. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. do you want to see it? They're like, not even asking. Like, it's I like guess a baby. So, okay. I'm like, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned the Wells thing. Wells at our engagement party, uh, he was he brought that up too. He's like, I don't know if I can make it to your wedding. You know, Joe and Serena are getting married in September sometime too. And this was like before I think either of us had dates. Uh, and I was like dogging him so hard on it because I missed his bachelor party and his wedding. And I was like, dude, oh, if, you yeah. my, if you miss my wedding, I'm going to be so mad. It's okay. Like, I missed talk- his wedding too. Oh, you did? Oh, right. Yeah, Joe went and I had COVID. I couldn't go. Oh. So I had a very valid excuse. But I was in Pakistan. Yours is valid too. <laughs> But I was like getting so mad. I was like, well, you have to be there. If you're not there, I'm going to be so sad. And he goes, what are you talking about? Like you missed my wedding. <laughs> not that <laughs> he would do that to get even with me, but I still, I realized how, how much you would be sad if one of your good friends missed your wedding. You know, it's like yeah. kind of a big deal. So. I feel like in the moment you're like, there's going to be 150 people there. Like you're not even going to notice I'm not there. But then when it's your wedding, you're like, oh, I guess I like actually do. Yeah. Like, even just seeing their faces like mean something. Yeah. That's like, been the biggest surprise to me. We've gotten like two no's and one of them I was 
pretty offended because I was like, this makes zero sense that you're not going to come for this reason. But I, I thought the same thing going to weddings. Like there's going to be so many people. I'm not going to be missed, but people do care. People care. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, you take it. I feel like I'll take it. Even there's people that like I know probably won't come or we invited being like they probably won't be able to make it. But I still feel like you have like a twinge of like, I'm a little sad that you're not yeah. coming to my wedding, even though like I didn't think you were going to come. Right. I know we felt that for our engagement party a little bit. Like there were certain people who couldn't come and I was like, we still had 90 people there, but I was like, oh, it's sad. Jeez, 90 is a lot. How big is the wedding going to be? Well, Joe has a very large Italian family. So I think our guest list for just his immediate family is like 65 people, <laughs> maybe more, maybe closer to 70. What? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. So like we're not, there was no small wedding option for us. Yeah. Mm. Like that is a small wedding. Actually, just his immediate family is what Jeez. would be considered a small to medium sized wedding. But Dang. I think our guest list is like 185 mm. right now. Um, but like we know we're having a destination wedding. So we know that'll like kind of impact the RSVPs. We yeah. had like the toughest to this day are having like the toughest time with the guest list on like where to cut it off. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect to have such a hard time, but. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. In my head, I'm like, oh, everyone I've ever talked to can come to my wedding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He keeps adding people. And we have a very specific venue. Like people are going to be on the property the entire time. So yeah. we can only fit so many people. And Dean's like, no, my golf buddy's got to come. Well. He doesn't. He's got to. He, yes. He, <laughs> <laughs> and then well, this is this is the issue that we've recently been faced with is. When I look at the list of people attending the wedding and I'll see someone that Kaylin's known for eight months and I'm like, oh, but I've known this guy for three years and I see him every single week. He's got to come to the wedding. Who? I'm not going to say it on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. But, <laughs> but it's like when I start sizing Expose up, him. when I start sizing up like, you know, A to A or apples to apples or whatever, I'm like, oh, well then this person has to at least get an invite. Even if they, I don't know. It, it is definitely a challenge, especially with our venue is like very strict. It's like 95 people, very strict. The nice thing about us in our situation, I guess nice is, is a loosely used term, is we only have our very immediate close family that we're close with. And we don't have like a big familial guest list. Like between the two of us, there's like 14 family members. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. So That's nice. So it kind of, it's like mostly friends. And it doesn't, there's no like expectation where, you know, Kaylin's family list is going to be huge and then mine is small or vice versa. So it kind of like relieves some pressure on us that way, I guess. But yeah. Do you have a big family? Not really. Um, I'm trying to think like, I think my like family guest list is like 20 people. Like that's including both my mom and dad's like siblings and my cousins mm -hmm. and grandparents and stuff. Um, so like compared to Joe's, like it's small. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's all good. Should I invite my aunts to the wedding? It's too late for that. I got to at least send an invite. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you're graduating high school. Send out invitations. And then that way they know that they're included, even though you know they're not going to make it. And then maybe they'll send you a gift too. Yeah, you get the credit for the invite. Yeah, It's like, oh, at least you got invited. But what if they come? Yeah, then you're screwed. But I feel like I feel like 95, like or at least having a strict guest count is helpful because mm -hmm. our venue, the outdoors only accommodates 200 people the inside accommodates 500 but we are using the outside for cocktail hour so technically our cutoff is 200 but like we don't want that many people not because like like we would love to invite everyone to our wedding like we're social we want to have a huge party the more the merrier is like really our mentality but like our wedding planners very much like look the best way to cut down on costs is 
to have less people. Like mm-hmm. that's truly mm-hmm. what it is. So we're kind of trying to stay like end up around a certain number. And like the more people you invite, the further away from that number you get and the higher up everything goes on your budget list. So we'll see what happens. It's crazy. The the cost of food, the cost of alcohol, the cost of mm-hmm. it is flatware. Insane. Yes. Yeah, we got lucky. Our venue includes like all the silverware, tables, linens, chairs. Mm-hmm. But ours is so too. Lucky. No, our venue host is a nightmare. He's the worst. No, um, really. Yeah, but luckily we don't really have to deal with them. It's the wedding planners. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, so I mean, the cost is crazy. And last night I was up a little bit, just getting stressed. Even like hair and makeup, you're flying in, and you have to put them up yeah. and pay for their rental car and all sorts. Of, it just really adds up. It adds up. Yeah. No, it does. Like, even like I'm doing, um, like Kristen from Contour Fos is coming mm-hmm. to do my hair and makeup and like love her. I'm so happy she's doing it. But yeah, then it's like you forget about all the add ons of like, okay, like Ubers, hotels, flights there and back, like yes. anything that goes overtime, like it just every little thing adds up. So yeah, I mean, if you're looking to save money, $30 at the courthouse, guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we might go do that today. If we didn't have all of our deposits down. Oh, yeah. That's right. We had a great we had a great musical guest reach out to us and say, hey, we'll play your first song for free. And we we're like, oh, great. And then we started adding all the uh, expenses up and we we're like, oh, man, this is going to be a lot more expensive than we thought. So we're going to maybe we're going to say no to that because it's like airfare yeah. and a hotel and you know, all the other things that they might yeah. need while they're there. It just it just it's crazy. And meals and Aspen flights alone are a thousand dollars. And then mm-hmm. stay in Aspen is insane. So we chose yeah. um, not the best place to get married. We we wanted to do a band too. We were like, Joe is dead set on a band. He like loved Wells and Sarah's band. Was yes. like, it's just, it brings so much more energy. But again, the like, we couldn't believe the cost of some wedding bands. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's not like that I'm saying like they're overpriced. I just like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the thing, like planning a wedding is something you just don't know until you do it. Yeah. And then you're in it and you're like, wow, I'm learning so much. If only I could have like five of these. By the fifth one, I would be crushing it. <laughs> but the first one, like, thank God for our planner. Truly. Because yeah. like, I would not know what the hell was going on. <laughs> it just makes me want to buy 20 acres and turn it into a wedding venue. Truly, you should. And then you should live there and you should rent it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're making so much money. It's so insane. And when everyone says like weddings are so expensive, I'm like, okay, maybe like 20, 30,000. And mm-hmm. Dean, we talked about budget. And I think Dean initially said $5,000 for the whole wedding. What? We When we first started talking about weddings. I, I would was love like, that if, that's, if that was possible. Yeah. And then I was like, that's definitely not possible. But then we start getting hit with numbers. And mm-hmm. even for a wedding photographer, two people um, for two hours of the rehearsal dinner and the wedding day, Mm-hmm. $55,000. I was shocked. Yeah, Not even like, video. That's I found them on quote. Vogue Weddings. So like, yeah, sure. That was my bad. But still, 55. And you yeah, yeah you knew that it was going to be expensive. You just were like. No, I, I was like. No. no. <laughs> but you just don't know what like what average is, right? Like if you told yes. me like, oh, you're going to book a wedding photographer. How much do you think it is? Like I would be like, I genuinely have no idea. I've never booked a wedding photographer before. Mm-hmm. And then like if you asked me what the spectrum was, like. I don't know what I would have said, but like, I feel like it's literally anywhere from like five to 10,000 to like 60,000. Yeah. Like right. it's such a wide spectrum. And like, you're like, okay, like my favorite photographer is shooting for Vogue, but like, that's my budget for my whole wedding. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, if you want a uh, free wedding photographers, we can be your, uh, your, your go-to. But. Yeah. 
We're trying Amazing. to build our portfolio. Yeah, I feel like within like Bachelor Nation, you know, like Blake Horseman could DJ, like you guys could be our <laughs> wedding photographer and videographer. Like we should all just start, or Susie too, she does weddings. Susie. We should all just start being each other's like wedding vendors. Right. <laughs> or Save a lot all, of money. We all team up like um, the Power Rangers and then we all become, you know, this it's the bachelor package. Yeah, the bachelor package. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, we should music. start planning bat. There should be, man, I should really not say this because someone's going to steal. It. This is a great idea. There should be like a team of people from Bachelor that plan mm-hmm. Bachelor Bachelorette parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be a great idea. Too bad I don't have a background in event planner. I go yeah. right into that. Yeah, that sounds great. You could do that. You love planning stuff. I love planning. This has been my dream come true, planning yeah, everything. Yeah, you're loving it? It's so fun. I don't know what I'm going to do after. Which is more the reason why I'm just hands off because I'm not a planner and you love it. So, yeah, I try to give Dean a say and I like ask him his opinion and he's like, whatever, I don't care. He just wants the ice cream cake. I just want the ice cream cake. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I care. I just, I know that you care more than I care. So it just would be silly for me to put my foot down for something that I don't care as much about as you. Yeah. Um, I do have a question. Have you changed your last name and are you going to? I have not changed my last name. Still Serena Pitt. Um, I'm going to change my last name probably to Amabili. I just, there's just no rush right now. Like at the end of the day, if we weren't having kids, I would probably always stay Serena Pitt. The only reason I think I'll change my last name is because I want our kids and us to all have the same last name. And I actually know people who have said like having a different last name than your kids, if you're trying to cross the border, like mm. from Canada to the US gets very, very difficult because um, mm. they're essentially like prove that these are your kids because yeah. you don't have the same last name as them. Um, so I think I don't have a middle name. Like my parents never gave me one. So if I can, I'm going to give myself the middle name Pitt and then switch my last name to Amabili. So I'll still be like Serena Pitt Amabili, but I won't have nice. to hyphenate. Why not? Like why not Joe Pitt? That sounds pretty cool. Pitt. <sighs> Don't get me started. My dad would be freaking over the moon. He has two daughters, and the line ends with him. Mm. He's the only oh. son, so it's devastating. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to him that I take his last name. As as much as I would love to have Pitt forever, like I think it's more important to him that I take his last name than it would be important to me for him to take my last name. Like if I felt really passionate about it, like it would definitely be a conversation we'd have, but I kind of always expected. And like, we could also hyphenate like Pitt and Mobley for both of us, but I'm just not really into the hyphenation of it all. Mm-hmm. But Mobley's mouthful. It's a great last name, but it's not, it's not as easy as Pitt. Pitt's quite yeah. simple. <laughs> you guys are doing Bell, right? We're doing Bell. We're doing Bell. We're changing nice. it, changing it up. But both, That's both cool. are- Brothers did the same thing too. I was annoyed. Well, not annoyed. I'm happy for them. But I came up with this idea like three years ago. And then my oldest brother got married and did that. He took my idea. And then my second brother got married and did the same thing. And I was like, no. you guys are stealing my Don't idea. Don't tell them your future kids' names. They'll take them too. <laughs> you already did. You've got like seven Catherines in the family. <laughs> right. <laughs> I already did. Seven Debbies. Yeah. That'd be cool, actually. I wouldn't mind if there was a few Debbies. Um, no, so Joe's you- whole family's names are Joe on both sides. And it's so complicated oh, oh my gosh there's like three joe mobilies <laughs> so is there what's the children um idea are you guys gonna have kids is there a plan for kids is it just gonna kind of be what whatever happens happens yeah i think we want to have kids we're thinking two kids would be like what we want if that is what we can have um right now we're just living life like we haven't really put a hard timeline on it um the whole like dual income, no kid life is like really for me right now. And I mean, I definitely want kids, but I was saying to my parents the other day, I was like, man, like it's going to, it's hard to like imagine giving up 
your freedom, like selfishly mm-hmm. and like just how, you know, you're, I, we went away to Florida with Joe's, um, with two of Joe's friends and they have a, a really cute two-year-old and he's great. And they're a beautiful family, but it really made me see, cause we were living with them. Like kids are a 24 seven job. And like, I obviously knew that, but then seeing it, you're like, wow, like it really changes your whole life when you have them, um, which is both is amazing. But like, I want to make sure we're like really ready for that. And we're going to have them. It's just making sure like all of our ducks are in a row and like, there's no perfect time for anything, but yeah, it's, it's a big decision to have children. Like it really is, but two is, two is what we're interested in maybe in like two or three years. Think life is the way to go. Can't go wrong. It with is. You can't go wrong with it. <laughs> um, it's really the height of luxury. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. What are you most excited about the second wedding? Because you're you're already married. What's like? Yeah. What are you guys the most excited for? Oh, I don't know. I think just um, I think um, both of our like both our engagement and our marriage now have been away from our family and friends because we obviously got engaged on the show. Um, so when we had our engagement party, like it's a lot of like running around and like saying hi to people and like a little bit stressful, but I just remember being like so happy seeing like all of our people together in one space. And like, everyone just felt like it was just so happy and wonderful and like such a great memory to have. And like, I think I'm just excited for that, like to create those memories and like see, you know, Joe's loved ones, my loved ones all there. Like we just want people to have a good time. Like guest experience is like top of our list. Um, And yeah, I'm just excited to like be in the room and like have that energy of like people around us and 
be like, wow, like we're married. This is really exciting. Like, I mean, it feels official, but like, I feel like standing up there, like saying our vows, I'll be like, holy shit, it's real. Right. Do you think Joe's going to cry when he sees you? Oh, he really doesn't want to, but like, (laughs) he's like, I'm not going to cry. I can't cry. We're doing a first look, which I said I would never do a first look. Um, Mm -hmm. But when we talk to our photographer and our wedding planner, just logistically, for like the day of schedule, it makes a lot more sense for us to do it. Um, especially just like with our venue and stuff, like it's going to be easier to take photos like in other spaces in the city, um, like prior to us going to the venue. So if he does cry, I he has the privacy of a first look to like let it out. But that's I'll sweet. get emotional. I'm like such a happy crier. So Aww. that's yeah, that's bound to happen. Do you guys have um, honeymoon plans or ideas yet? I think so. Um Nothing's like for sure set in stone, but we're looking at uh, the Fairmont Mayakoba right now as maybe an option. I don't really care 100% where we go. I just said to him, like, I don't want to really do like a Greece or a Europe trip because I don't want to have to like plan a bachelorette and then plan a wedding and then also plan like a multi-destination honeymoon. Like we will do those trips. Like we love traveling. We'll always eventually make time to make it there. I would love to just go somewhere where we can like lay on a beach for a few days and like really unwind and relax after the chaos of it all. Because what we're doing is we have our wedding and then I think we have to go to his cousin's wedding the weekend after. So it's going to be like a really busy few weeks. So I'm like, I just want to relax. But what are you guys doing? You guys have been like everywhere. How do you pick a honeymoon vacation when you guys travel so much? We're going to the moon. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Um, I really want to do South Africa, but I agree like planning it is a lot, especially South Africa when you have to go to Cape Town, then you do the safaris. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's what Brett does for us. True. Yeah. Wells' brother um, plans those trips. So I've been talking oh, to him nice. about maybe doing it for me. That's me. I've always <laughs> wanted to do one of those trips. I think like African safari might not really be on Joe's bucket list of <laughs> travel, um, but I think that would be so amazing. I don't know. My One of our good friends was just down there and he said the food is incredible. So if it's really food that gets him down there. That's a point. That's yeah. a point for me. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to let him know that. Are you guys, what's the food situation going to be at your wedding? Cause we all know Joe's a big foodie. So he's got to have like a big hand in that. Yeah. He is a big foodie. Um, the thing is, so we we're talking about this and in, in the beginning we were like, we need our wedding food to be like amazing. Like, I was like, I want to do like family style pasta and I want to do food trucks and I want to do like all of these things. But like, and we haven't done our tasting yet. I'm very confident that like the venues we've picked, like the food is going to be delicious. But like, it's just so hard to have wedding food be like the best food you've ever eaten. Like they're serving like a hundred people at the same time. Like Joe's a huge foodie and he's like, I literally can't remember like any wedding. Like the food doesn't make or break the wedding. Like it's just a meal. You sit down, you enjoy it. Like I'm excited to do our tasting, but He's mostly concerned about like the ice cream sandwiches. Like as long as we got those, like I think he'll be happy. Um, but yeah, what about you guys? Do you know we what you're serving? Cream. We need ice cream of some sort at our wedding. I like ice cream sandwiches, but we can't steal that. So we'll make it. Maybe we'll do you can mini steal ice cream it. Cakes. It wasn't our idea. Our venue uh, offers it. I wanted a I wanted a mochi cake, just a bunch of mochi balls stacked up on top of each other, which I really love. Which you should so just good. leave him in charge of dessert and like just I be like, I'll just we'll be like, do it out when I show up. <laughs> It seems to be what you're most passionate about. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but our venue has um, a farm-to-table chef. Oh, I love that. So we that. don't really, like, have much say. We're going to do a tasting oh. in June. But mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, they're going to give us a bunch of options. I don't really know how it works. You yeah. know what's so weird for tastings is, so when you pick your wedding, like, you serve, like, I think we get, like, two mains and then, like, a vegetarian option. 
it's not like you get to try like 10 mains and then pick two. You only get to try two. So you're basically just trying what you're serving. Just yeah. making sure. <laughs> yeah. Just like right. making what sure. It, what if it's awful? Then it's like, you okay. You think you get to try like 10 different things and then be like, oh, these two are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just like, these two look the best. All right. They taste good too. Guess we're good. Huh. And yeah. that's kind of what I always envision, envision too, is just like a table where you're just like picking and, and seeing what you love the most. It's not going to be for us. Nope, not for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, since you guys have been married, almost a year now, probably right. We got married no October, so oh, oh so not even January, like six months, February, I guess. Like four, yeah. I don't know. Time, you know, time's weird these days. Winter moves so slow. It's been a whole year in the last yeah. months. Yeah, especially in Chicago, I can only imagine. You guys um, are in New York. Right? Oh, in New York. Yeah, we're in New York. The weather's a little milder here, but still like kind of cold and gray most days. Was there ever like a shift in? like the relationship after the wedding that you guys experienced? No, a lot of people asked us if we felt like our relationship changed in any way. Um, honestly, not at all. I was talking to a friend about this actually, cause she was like, I feel like everyone always says like, oh my God, everything changes when you're married or like the first year of marriage is the hardest year. I feel like that applies more to people that um, like maybe don't move in together until they mm-hmm. get married right. or like hold off on certain aspects of the relationship until they're married. Literally, like, nothing changed for us structurally in our relationship once we got married. Like, we're already living together, all of that stuff. So I feel like it's the same. I think it'll mostly change, like, when we have kids. The only thing that's changed is Joe loves to be like, I want a divorce. Like, (laughs) if if I, like, do something that annoys him, we, like, lift that out as a joke. But... (laughs) So that's fun. You have that to look forward to. Right. Can't wait for those jokes. So I'm going to be <laughs> running them off like crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, do you, does he wear a wedding band now or is he waiting until the big ceremony? He's waiting. So I just had my engagement ring. Like I didn't mm. get a wedding band and then he didn't get one. So we decided to save like the exchange of rings and vows um, for our wedding just to kind of like have still some of like the symbolism when okay. we do it. But he also likes to make jokes about how he's a single man because he doesn't wear a wedding <laughs> ring. So that might change soon if those keep up. Oh my gosh. When you guys are like out to dinner or at a hotel, do you call each other husband and wives? If you're like, my wife needs a toothbrush or something. Yeah, he does. But like, it's so bad, but like we almost do it as a joke. Like he'll be like, hi, my <laughs> wife forgot her purse, but it's like, we're actually married. Like it shouldn't be a joke anymore. Like it's been four months, but it it's so, it feels so weird still. Yeah. Like oh, that's cute. it's so fun. And I, phase. Yeah, we're still in the newlywed phase. Um, But yeah, it like I will call him my husband, but like really only if I'm in a situation where I like have to refer to him as my husband. It doesn't like roll off the tongue yet. I use all three. I call her girlfriend, fiance and wife. It just depends on the mood. Like yesterday. Just mix it up. Just mix it up. Yesterday I had to pick something up from for like an ad I'm doing from a food and wine near here. And they were like, oh, yeah, we tried to deliver it this morning. And I was like, oh, yeah, my fiance was in the shower and she couldn't get the door or something. And I was like, I, why did I call her my fiance? She is my fiance, but I never, I use the fiance least often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mostly girlfriend or wife. Yeah. Fiance is the one that feels like. Pretentious. Just so pre- yes. Yeah, pretentious. Like I was going to yes. say fancy. Pretentious is a way better word. Um, 
where you're just like, oh, my fiance. Yeah. I hate but, saying it. But then it's like, if that's what you are, that's what you say. But then it feels like people have to ask you, oh, when you're getting married. And then they're like, oh, when did you get engaged? And I'm like, no, I'm not asking for you. Like, I'm not asking for that. Yeah, it's like an invitation for people to ask you a bunch of personal questions about your life by yes. saying your fiance. Like if I see my boyfriend, no one cares. No one cares. Like, <laughs> if I see my husband, no one cares still. Right. But I actually followed this TikToker, um, and she's engaged and she did a TikTok and she was like, I will not be using fiance. Like he is my boyfriend. Like I will be calling him my boyfriend and then I'll be calling him my husband. Like she's like, I can't get behind fiance. I yeah. might do that. I, there was a point where I was talking about Dean and I, I kept saying it fiance. And I was like, oh, I hate, I feel like I sound so annoying right now, mm. but that's what he is. Yeah. Annoying. The thing with us is like, we were only each other's fiance. So like oh. we were on the show and then we like, I never really called him my boyfriend on the show unless I was like, joking around yeah and then we got engaged so then he was my fiance for a year and a half and then he now he's my husband so like basically the entirety of our relationship he's been my my fiance oh wow which is weird and you never used it or rarely no I would because like that's the only like thing I knew yeah really but yeah I don't know none of it feels normal yeah (laughs) I agree um, well, Serena, thank you so much for joining us. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but we're excited to see the pictures. We're so happy for you and Joe. Um, offer still stands. If you guys need a wedding photographer <laughs> and videographer, give us a call. Let us know. Uh, it's like we won't even be there. We'll use our, our long lens and shoot you from a distance. like <laughs> You can just drone drone shots only. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll get some nice silent drones. That way you don't hear the buzzing all around you. Um, what's one last question we can ask, Serena? Let's think of one last question. Um. Oh, will you be um, doing the whole like cake in the face? No, I actually said that to him. We're watching a movie the other day. We're watching Father of the Bride. And I was like, I'm paying good money. And Kristen is spending a long time on this face. I swear to God, if you smash vanilla cake in it or whatever we end up eating, chocolate, even worse. Like, I was just like, don't do it. Like immediate divorce. Like, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But he, I feel like would feel just as passionately about me smashing cake in his face. So Mm. Are you guys going to do it? You can smash it in my face. I think it will be, but I don't want it. It's going to like Ooh. really smear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can smash it in my face. I'll do it to Dean. He's not allowed to <laughs> do yeah, it to me. Yeah, I'll in the mustache. <laughs> It'd be great for photos. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the mustache isn't going to be here for the wedding, but oh, I, okay. think so. I think so. Yeah. This is more of just like a joke. <laughs> he looks to Kaylin to find out if he's going to be having a mustache or not. Oh, gosh. Every day, every time I look myself in the mirror with this mustache, I'm like, you are disgusting. You are just so, so gross. Yeah. So that's not going to stick around. But I think that's a good sign. You should probably take it off right. if you feel that way about yourself. I also need to lose 20 pounds in seven, six months. So I got to get to work on that. Oh, you're on that wedding diet. I mean, I'm not yet, but I need to be. I like, I, uh, I've just been eating Girl Scout cookies and that's about it for the past few days. So definitely not. An, That'll, do diet, That'll do it. That'll do it. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Like I said, we're so happy and excited for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's so fun to chat with you guys when you're also planning a wedding. So yeah, I'm excited for you guys too. Can't wait to see all the pics and the videos yeah. and the drone shots. Well, yes. I want to say best of luck, but it seems like you guys already got it all figured out. So Keep doing what you're doing. Definitely not. But I appreciate the confidence that you have in us. (laughs) Um, Big thank you to you for joining us. Big thank you to the listeners. And Serena, you also, do you also host a podcast? I do not. Oh, I I thought you hosted the one with Joe or something. So I hosted Happy Hour for like a season. Mm. um, And then I like did the live show with Joe for Clickbait. 
um, when we did, we interviewed Zach, which was really fun. I'm actually popping on to clickbait, I think, this week too. Nice. So, well, for but- the listeners that are listening to this, be sure to go check out clickbait <laughs> and check out Serena on Instagram and all the social media platforms and all that kind of stuff. Uh, stay updated on the wedding and everything. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. We love you guys and we wish you nothing but the best. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thanks for Bye, having you me. Too. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. It just flows so much better when Jared's not here. I want, I want, I was going to say, I want the listeners to just start DMing Jared and say, hey, just don't show up every week. Just collect your paycheck every quarter and just let Dean and Kaylin handle all the what? heavy lifting. <laughs> okay, but you guys have all had time off. I know. I say when that, do I get time off? I only say this because I'm sick today. I only say this because I know that I take a lot of time off oh. as well. And Kaylin is sick. Kaylin has a cold. I gave it to her. You're welcome. Um, I'm also dealing with some torn knee ligaments. It's about me right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's focus on you. <laughs> Kaylin is sick. I'm just kidding. She's drinking two green juices. She's got a bunch of medicine over here. She's been snoring up a storm every single night. I have been. I'm sorry. I can't breathe. Yeah. And I don't have a phone charger on my side of the bed. So I'll like put my headphones in, but my phone's only alive for like an hour. And then it, let me just say something about that. There are so many phone chargers around our house. Dean could easily just plug one into his side yeah. table. But here's the thing is I forget all day to bring one up into the room and then when it's time for me to go to bed i am just too tired to go get one this is crazy um let's also talk about your lcl real quick yeah i think i tore my lcl or my meniscus something weird happened in my knee i was supposed to be going Can you tear your meniscus um i think so i don't see why not do you know what a meniscus is nope then how did you think you wouldn't be able to tear it isn't it disc in your knee 
Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I don't I actually, actually know have what it no is. idea. I believe it's a ligament on the outside of your knee. Um, I don't know what it was. I didn't have like a fall or anything. I just, I hiked hard on it, I guess, is the only thing. I hiked like 20 miles in two days in Patagonia. And I woke up and I like can barely bend my knee now. So I'm getting an MRI this weekend. We'll see how that goes, but... You're just going to the doctor. They have to schedule the MRI. But they don't need to know Logistics. that. Logistics. Okay. <laughs> but also the pain has moved from your knee to your quad. There's all sorts of things happening with this the guy. The quad is feeling better. The quad was just sore because I'm limping on my leg and I'm activating different muscles in my leg. Like that's That was my suspicion. And today I woke up and it doesn't feel as bad as it did yesterday. So I'm confirming that suspicion. Um, but yeah, I was supposed to ski from now until the end of the ski season, but I can't do that because I can barely even walk. So now I'm just building faux beams in our guest room. In the meantime, while this thing heals, which is kind of a bummer. But that's the update on us. Is there anything else you want to share about our wedding planning or anything like that? Um, I mean, I'm just a little stressed about the money aspect, but otherwise we're good. And um, we have everything booked. Like every single vendor is booked. And now it's just like the design process. So we're doing great. I mean, I'm doing great because you're not really involved, which I'm fine with. <laughs> Sensed a little bit of uh, anger in that. No, sentence. I I like having free range and being able to do whatever I want. Do you, I have so much fun with this. As a little girl dreaming about your future wedding, did you imagine your your husband to be being so blasé about the planning process? Yes, this is exactly what I dreamt. It is. Yeah. So I'm giving you your dream. Exactly. Gosh, I'm so great, aren't I? <laughs> I'm so great. And this is exactly what I dreamed. Just not having to do anything. Just sitting back, just relaxing, and writing a check. Writing a check. Out yeah. of my fiance's bank account because I have no money. Oh my gosh. This again. Yeah. Sorry. You know, if anyone's out there and wants to donate to the Dean Fund. No, Dean is fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was <laughs> just a little bit of extra work. Um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we say goodbye? Um, probably. Oh. I always like think of things throughout the week and I'm like, oh, we should talk about this. We should talk about that. And then the time comes and... I forget. Do you want to talk about your um, Vanderpump Rules drama? Oh my gosh. Yes, I do. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Um, so if anyone following the Vanderpump Rules drama, it is wild. And I I don't really know what else to say beyond that. It's crazy. I just can't imagine dating someone for a decade. We're dating, married, whatever. And my best friend is cheating on you with... What? Yeah. It's cheating. Cheating on you with me yeah wait what (laughs) (laughs) those things always confuse me i don't know why but yes i think it's wild i think um also the internet just loves to cancel people and hate on people yes what they did is horrible and so wrong but i don't think people should be just like whatever let them learn their lesson and don't be so hateful and let's support ariana i think ariana is an amazing person and we'll just uplift her without dragging people down do you think they're doing this for headlines you know, that's definitely been a topic on TikTok. Mm. People think it's all fake just to get the views up. And I heard on a podcast that Vander, um, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, it was the top rated episode, like highest viewership mm. in two years, which seems like it should be more, but um, I don't know. I, what was it? They had the guests from Vanderpump? They had Lisa Vanderpump on. But she's not even in the drama. No, but Lisa is the owner of these restaurants and she takes care of all of her little chicklings. Mm. And so she was talking about it and basically said what I said, like, yes, they did a horrible thing, but let's not like, you know, people's mental health are also involved. Like they did a, they did a horrible thing, but we can say they did a horrible thing without like sending them so much hate. 
if people that I knew were having an affair, the last person I would care to hear about is their bot from their is their bot. Well, like Lisa's also friends with them. It's oh. the show is like it started because of her. Right. It just it seems like the highest rated show. You would expect one of the people involved in the scandal to be on the show, not just one of their friends. You know what I mean? Yes, but also I think um, because it's basically Lisa's show, the other people on the show um, they have NDAs. And a lot of them have like tried to talk about it and go on podcasts and things, but um, it's Bravo and they're like restricting it. So also because it's Bravo, they can't go on Andy Cohen because it's live and they're worried like what they would say. That's my understanding. Could be totally wrong. I see. So still crazy. Any new developments since last week? Um, You know, I check TikTok regularly and I haven't seen anything. I know Raquel apologized twice. Um, Tom Sandoval also apologized twice. His first apology was like, no, I need to make money. Um, don't come after my business. And then that's literally it. And then he came out and he's like, oh, actually, like, I'm sorry to my partner of 10 years. 10 years, a long time. Nine years, but it's basically 10. Hmm. Do you think they would have benefited from being in an open relationship? Well, okay. So those are the rumors mm. that they were in an open relationship. And like that was kind of leading up to this season. I heard you guys were in an open relationship. And so then it's like, maybe they were, but then he got feelings. Mm. I don't know. I don't really know. I just think I feel for Ariana. And I, I'm putting myself in her position. If I were to be Ariana, I wouldn't want all this pity coming towards me, which I feel like she's getting a lot of pity. Mm. I would just want to be like, whatever, I'm moving on. Like, mm-hmm. screw that guy. So Ariana, keep doing you. So they broke up. Yeah, of course. And is he dating the girl that he was cheating on her with? There's a lot of back and forth about that as well. People uh-huh. are like, Raquel hired, fired her PR team and hired a new one and said, She's going to break things off with him. But then there's things saying like they're in love and they want to be together. So who knows? I don't. I just, I could talk about this for days and I don't know why I'm talking. And I'm like, why am I talking about this? Well, it's interesting. To me, probably not to you. It's not to me, but I'm glad that you're <laughs> interested in it. It's you, just crazy. Do you want to talk, talk about NFL free agency? Um, no. Right. It's interesting to me, but it's not interesting <laughs> to you. Right. You know, you see what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I think that's all we got as an episode today, too. We we got north of an hour. So anytime we can hit 60 minutes plus, I think we're doing a little too much, maybe. Maybe we could shorten it up a little bit. But, you know, Serena's a great guest. Um, she's got a you know, interesting slate of things coming up for her. So it's always good to hear from her and check in and hear how they're doing. And thank goodness their wedding isn't on the same date as ours. Yeah. Because then Wells wouldn't come to our wedding. Yeah. Which, you know, I guess Wells just values Joe's friendship more than he does mine. We're really learning a lot about our friends and where we rank in their lives. Well, Wells had more of an I obligation. Know, at I his know, wedding. I'm just kidding. But with other people who aren't coming to the wedding. But then it's like, okay, fine, Wells, you can officiate our wedding if that's what it's going to take. No, we already asked. Could you imagine saying... Hey, sorry, we actually don't want to officiate <laughs> yeah. our wedding anymore to Jackson. Are we allowed to say that? Why wouldn't we? I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm Let's pretty just, sure. We should just bleep random things out of the podcast. Uh, just like... I don't understand why you want to keep everything so secretive. I don't know either. But I, w- but I do. Okay. Well, I guess I've got no come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, that's, that's your prerogative. I, I don't know. I guess I'm open to sharing more about the venue. Mm. Maybe another day. Yeah. Um, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for downloading us. Thank you so much for following us on Instagram. Help, I suck at dating still, for whatever reason. Um, 
That's all we got. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Do you want to sign us off? I thought you just did. Be sure to tune in next week. Where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help we suck at being newlyweds. And email us at newlyweds at iheartradio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. Let's get real. No one has time for cold sores, especially when you're juggling weddings, holiday parties, and work functions. If you suffer from cold sores, fever blisters, and outbreaks caused by the herpes virus, Azurex is an all-natural homeopathic treatment that will change your life. Just apply it topically as soon as you feel that familiar first tingle. And when you have an active outbreak, Azurex will soothe the pain and help you heal faster. Order today and use code HELP to save 20% at azzurx.com. Love it or your money back guaranteed. Stop a cold sore before it starts and heal an outbreak faster. Order Azurex today. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.